0: It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. My relationship with my daughter is completely intact. She feels loved, she feels understood, and I have a car that functions and works. I, I see so much goodness as opposed to what I could potentially see if I chose to see things differently.
1: People matter, things don't.
0: And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad.
1: Well, pretty much the entire nation is now on school holidays, Everybody is—I don't—I want to say relaxing, but I don't, I don't think so. Uh, we've, we've heard about parent anxiety when it comes to Christmas holidays, trying to juggle babysitters. There's the financial cost. There's interest rates. There's fuel. There's food. Look, there's
0: just the shopping.
1: Yes, yes. And how much is that costing at the moment? But in spite of it all, in spite of it all, I'm feeling really good. Like this is the time of the year where we can, in spite of all that stuff, take a breather. We can start to relax, enjoy one another's company, just like being around each other again.
0: How are you going with that?
1: I am going great. So, my I'll do better tomorrow. For those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. Great to have you along. Thanks for joining just when we're about to uh, move away from regular programming for a few weeks. We're going to have some short podcast episodes over the next few weeks through Christmas because, hey, we want to have a holiday as well. But um, the last week or so, I've been awake every morning nice and early down the beach with whichever kids want to come. I haven't been forcing them. But I've had uh, our 12-year-old in particular in the water pretty much every day, teaching her to surf, catching waves, swimming in the ocean. And I feel like that's my older better tomorrow, just being available and saying, hey, kids, let's go down to the beach. Let's uh, let's enjoy life. I've been planning some, uh, some getaways, some breaks for next year with some of the bigger kids as well and inviting them in to sort of say, hey, here's where we're going to be and here's what we're going to do. What do you want to do while we're there? That's it. My i do better tomorrow was just time with the kids. I love holiday time. I just love it because we get to be normal instead of under pressure all the time and try to get from here to there and do it all in a hurry.
0: Well, you were busy being normal. I might have had things just go a little bit
1: <laughs> skewed. Oh, just before we talk about your things going a little bit skewed, I, I want to just quickly mention Highlights. We had an incredible highlight last week. You and I, for the first time in I don't know how long, feels like a couple of years, managed to get away for a weekend with no kids. And how good was that? So part of I'll do better tomorrow, part of being a great parent is having time for investing in the relationships that matter to you. And we jumped on an airplane. We hopped a flight to Melbourne and we saw Billy Joel live in concert at the MCG with about, I don't know, 80,000 other people. And it was so... Good. It was just such a, an, an amazing, amazing night. And his band, his his team, oh my goodness, they are tight.
0: What I loved about it was just how generous he was with allowing them to shine.
1: Yeah, the guitarist up there singing opera songs and doing solos of Led Zeppelin. And, and then his percussionist is singing Tina Turner, River Deep Mountain High.
0: Oh, my she goodness. smashed that it so the good. park.
1: But, but the main point that I wanted to highlight was just how good it felt for you and I to step into our relationship where we didn't have to parent and we didn't have to do all the stuff that goes with having a family. Oh, it felt so good. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't done that for a while, can I, can I please put it out there? Just grab your diary. Sit down with your partner, your husband, your wife, your spouse, whoever it is that you uh, want to spend quality time with. And just pick one or two weekends next year where you can pencil it in, ring the in-laws, do whatever you've got to do to get the support and get that time away. It feels so good.
0: Last week, we actually did our final Q&A for the year. Yes, with our Happy
1: Families Premium members in our Happy Families membership.
0: And and one of the questions was, how do you manage the messiness of family life? Yeah. And the reality is you've given this amazing highlight of the weekend, but- It was still really challenging to do it. And we we had a few kids away with cousins and a few kids taking care of themselves and the puppy. I've come home and the puppy's been (laughs) eating my Christmas tree. We have had almost a week of no accidents in the house.
1: and The dog's been pooping in the (laughs) the house.
0: (laughs) So so the reality is there is always going to be reasons why it's actually not the right time or it's going to... There's going to be an element of stress associated with it. One of the children who was with the cousins got homesick and wanted to come home and
1: hang out with the big sister. Just there's yep. there's
0: always something. Yeah. If we can keep our eye on the goal mm. and recognize that things are never going to be perfect. They're not going to work out miraculously the way we hope they are. But we're there for a reason and we're doing good things. The family will survive.
1: So just wanted to just wanted to share the news because it was so awesome. Kylie, you have an I'll Do Better Tomorrow that is worthy of uh, legend status uh, and it's a, a really wonderful way for you to finish off our I'll Do Better Tomorrows for the year. Why don't you share the story?
0: Let's just say, after 25 years of driving, I have never experienced this before in my life and I hope that it never happens again. I was heading down to Brisbane with one of our daughters and I was feeling a bit peckish and we were on a tight schedule. We had an appointment at five o'clock. It was quarter past four and I looked at the tank and I thought, by the time we get out of our appointment and come home, it's going to be rather late. I don't want to be filling up on the other end. So can you fill up my car while I go on and get food? She said, yep, sure. She said, what fuel do you use? And I said, I use premium in mine. So just if you put the V power in, we'll be right. I'll pay on my way out. So I've gone in, got the food. I've gone to the counter to pay for my petrol. And the assistant says that was 57 litres of diesel. And I said, uh, no, it wasn't. And she said, uh, you're pump 16. And I said, yep, I am, but it's not diesel. I got premium. And she said, yeah, premium diesel.
1: So, so before you go on with the story... Anyone who works in a petrol station, can I just say this is just brilliant on the part of the service station attendant because normally you just say sixteen and they say 150 bucks and you pay the money for the fuel and resent every cent of it because it used to only be a hundred bucks or eighty bucks or whatever it is. But but she actually said, You've got the diesel. She highlighted the diesel and that one fact meant
0: saved us thousands. Meant that we didn't have
1: to make an insurance claim. You didn't turn the car on. Because the car doesn't take diesel. <laughs> the car takes unleaded.
0: So, in my child's defence, I didn't actually even know there was a premium diesel product. So, it never occurred to me to be very specific. I just saw V-Power, knew that I was having the premium product and everything was okay.
1: So, kids kids are just expensive, right? Kids make mistakes. But what's that thing? that thing that I always say, Kylie? What's that That thing that I always at say? At the end of
0: the day, people matter, things don't.
1: People matter, things don't.
0: And so I took a deep breath. <laughs> I didn't even pay. I actually, I looked at her and I just, she saw my whole face drop and she just let me walk away. I just needed a moment just to work to clarify, myself. Just to clarify,
1: fuel is the most expensive it feels like it's ever been. And she put 70 litres of diesel, <laughs> like $150 worth of diesel into a car that doesn't take diesel. <laughs>
0: So I had no idea how I was supposed to get out of this mess at all. So I walked outside, I took a few deep breaths and a man who'd been standing behind me, he was getting into his car and he just said, whatever you do, do not turn your car on. I said, okay, I got that message. But in my mind, I'm thinking, what am I going to do now? And I knew that I was going to ring you, but you were going to be no help because you would have had no idea what to do in that situation either. Anyway, the shop assistant comes out finally and she hands me a card and she said, these people will be able to help you. And I've looked at it and gone, uh huh. <laughs> Just I, honestly, I was speechless. I had, had nothing. <laughs> so they came and they were able to siphon out the tank. But because the sh- the, our tanks, we've got sub tanks and they go over the top of the chassis. So he could easily get to the one that was closest to the fuel pump side. But he had to remove my back seat to get onto the other side of the sub tank. And he'd never done it before. So this
1: all started at what time? 4.15. And what time did you leave the petrol I station? I left
0: at 6.45. So
1: you were at the petrol station for two and a half hours, watching so, some guy pull the car this apart. This
0: poor guy was just pouring with sweat. He, oh, honestly.
1: And, and, and the petrol station, I'm guessing they didn't like give you the tank of diesel for free.
0: They did not. So I paid for my tank of petrol. I paid for him to come and siphon. That was $580 because there's a surcharge per litre. Holy dilly. On top of just the fee of having them come out, and then I got to fill my car up with unleaded,
1: which cost another what, hundred and fifty <laughs> bucks or something like that. So, so effectively, what you're saying is it cost nine hundred dollars to fill my tank. To fill the tank.
0: It's been a big week, but you know, at the end of it, I just thought this could have been so much worse. <laughs> yes, it, it, could it could have, have been. been so much worse, and I was just so grateful.
1: Did you yell at our twenty year old? No, no. And no, did, because and did, you
0: know what? It could have just as easily been me.
1: And did she learn the lesson? Yes,
0: yeah, she learned the lesson.
1: So, so a couple of things on parenting in relation to this amazing story. First off, when children make mistakes, they know. Every now and again, it might be appropriate to make sure that they know by asking some gentle questions, but we don't have to rub their face in it. We don't have to make sure that they learnt their lesson. When they make mistakes like this, especially unintentional, uh, unforeseen errors they know second thing we love our daughter but she doesn't get out of this scot free so once she'd calmed down this is the same daughter who wrote my car off a week earlier <laughs> So she's not having a good time she's it?
0: not and she was so aware of i guess the financial <laughs>
1: yeah we, we talked expense. about the car being written off on i'll do better tomorrow a week ago didn't we with the hitting the kangaroo we did talk about that i think a week ago Yep, great. Yeah, we did. Yep, so so she's got to pay the excess. the excess on the car because she wrote the car off. She's now up for $900. Well, we paid for the tank of fuel that we were going to pay for anyway, but she's paid the remainder of it. She's paid like 700 bucks for that because she's still got to be accountable for her mistakes, but we're willing to be gentle with her. We're not rubbing... It in, And we're willing to support her where we can. We've worked out a couple of things with her in relation to all of that because it's really messed up her savings and her plans and all that kind of thing. But the, the, the central thing that I want to emphasize is we've been gentle, we've been kind, but we've also let her know that as supportive as we are, there is a cost. And as the responsible person, she needs to bear some of that cost. There is accountability in yeah, this, yeah,
0: and a natural consequence. This is this is literally a natural consequence. I've made a mistake, yeah. and it's going to cost this much money to fix. Yeah, um, but even with uh, the guy. Who came to help siphon out the tank? He was really apologetic because it had taken him so long. He'd never taken out a back seat of ours and just could not for the life of him work it out. And he just said, Thank you so much for being patient with me. He said the last time I had to learn on the job, he said the woman literally blasted me and told me, If you're so incompetent, just leave.
1: Wow. wow.
0: And, imagine, and he said, Imagine if he had have. F- he did. He, he did leave. He left. She was so abusive to him. Oh, and I great. just looked at him and, and so I said now she's
1: stuck in a servo and she can't do anything. I just that's said, stupid. What's the
0: point of me getting angry at you? The reality is I can't go anywhere without you.
1: Yeah, you're kind of important to this whole story. Please stay.
0: And so for me, just... I guess the learning for me out of all of this is once upon a time, I would have been so irate about this situation. I would have been so angry at my daughter for making what would have appeared to be just a stupid mistake. Mm. But the reality is it could have happened to anyone and the more people i've talked to even the sh- even the shop assistant she actually said to me not many stations have the premium diesel product like i said i didn't even know it existed so it was it was just such an innocent mistake on her part and my night didn't get destroyed well, as a result. You,
1: you missed the appointment and you drove all the way back to the Sunshine Coast from Brisbane.
0: Well, it was a long drive <laughs> to get some petrol. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> it
1: was pretty expensive petrol too, which, which means that we're not having prawns my... for Christmas now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my relationship with my daughter is completely intact. She feels loved. She feels understood. And I have a car that functions and works. Mm. There is somebody there to help. And I just I, I see so much goodness out of that story as opposed to what I could potentially see if I chose to see things differently.
1: People matter, things don't. Uh, We really hope that you've enjoyed our I'll Do Better tomorrow today. Thanks for sharing the story, Kylie. Hopefully over the weekend and as we move into the summer holidays properly now, uh, you're going to be able to spend a whole lot of time in the park or in the beach or wherever it might be with your family, enjoying the love and the time and the lack of routine. Have a wonderful weekend. And we'll be back with more on the Happy Families podcast on Monday. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. If you want more information about making your family happier, please visit us at happyfamilies.com.au.